Alrighty. Well, I wanted to get this little get together going because November is probably going to be busy. I would assume it usually is. We usually end up skipping November and December. So I wanted to get a, you know, final show in there for October, even though it's only a few days to go. It's, it's the Halloween show. And since nothing's going on, I figured at long last we can celebrate the 13 month anniversary. No, it's not. It's, yeah, that's right. 13, 13 month anniversary of the Pine Knob Show. Jeez. Jeez. And I didn't I even go. It off, kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then finally, it's like, seriously, we really have to at least talk about <laughs> the one show we've seen in the last three years. Well, some of us anyway. Yeah, not me. Well, you could have seen it. Lived vicariously. Yeah. yeah. I did listen to it, though. I did listen to almost the whole thing live. I, cool. I, actually, the whole thing. I think I turned it on in the first song. I missed Bing and Bong and all that, so I'm sure you'll... No, I have not. Oh. I've not heard Bing and Bong. Oh, when will I hear no. the pine of Bing and Bong? I really wanted to because I suggested a question. Because they, they were asking for questions on uh, Twitter. And I was in the car at the time. So I sent a question on, and I doubt if they answer or asked it, but it'd be nice, nice to at least get confirmation. Yay or nay. But anyway, we're jumping a little ahead. Yes, let's, it's the, the year. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2022, 13 months after the Pineapple Show. It's the 27th of October, and you're wasted away on the North Coast with uh, Amigo Schmo. Like... And Nikki, I was trying to your name for I was gonna try to put like, like a Simpsons kind of spooky Halloween name to me, and I no no idea, nothing, nothing, not one thing came to mind. I want to be a Scario. That's good. That's a good one. Well, here, yeah. What would our names be? Uh, just be Trashler for me. Schmooky Tashler. Yeah, yeah. Schmooky Tashler. Trashler. Schmooky. And Mike, yeah. what's for Mike? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably something obvious. We're just sitting there, yeah, I know. staring at each other. <laughs> People are screaming at their podcast <laughs> device right now. <laughs> you idiots! It's obviously, you know, it'd be. I, I call mon- them that all the time. Monster Mike, you know, a queer <laughs> a monster Mike. I don't, it would be Monster Mike. I don't know. That's tough. Your mix was the. Quickest, he's thought about it before. I get to yeah, know. I hadn't. As a kid, yeah, that's he I hadn't. That was very good. Scary. And we can't do Mike. Hmm. Michael Lantern. Aquarewolf. Yeah, there you go. Ah, there it is. Aquarewolf. Monster okay. Mike Aquarewolf. Okay. Okay. Not as good as a scary, but. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, what are we drinking tonight, gentlemen? What I, I have uh, no, not Moosehead, but some uh, blood orange honey beer that I got from some ween. <laughs> That's good <laughs> stuff. It's about time so you the, drank it. The wow. first, I have two cans, and it's the first one I opened. Yeah, good stuff, a, right? I don't know if I really like the orange is okay, but I, I do like it's not heavy or anything. Yeah. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. I just had my Oktoberfest. I was too lazy to go out and get anything. This tastes like Oktoberfest with orange. I have my uh, Traverse City 
whiskey company. Um, oh, the Barrel Proof, the one that I bought. Bought it at the Roger Show. Yep, it's good. I bought the rye mm-hmm. and the cherries that were like thirty bucks for a little jar of cherries. <laughs> hey, do you want to do a uh, Roger Klein bucks. update? A what? Uh, RCPM update. Oh yeah, RCPM corner. Yeah. Roger Cor- Klein corner. We finally saw a show. Yeah, we've. It's been a long time. So. Yeah. I don't know when the last time it must have been in 2019 sometime. Or, so, or before, yeah. So for you uh, peace heads out there, we uh, went to the good old Magic Bag here in Ferndale, Michigan, where we've gone many times to see him. Not every time, but many times. And uh, he had a couple warm-ups, technically. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and it was uh, – and, and we're old, so we sat down the whole show. And we did really? things like, you know – this is really a good seat. I'm not going to move. We did that kind of thing where we sat in the same place before, but well, we got to move up close for the, for the main part of the show. But no, we we sat plans to like go to the main floor, you know, right in front of the stage once the the main (laughs) act came on, but we looked around. (laughs) We're in chairs. I don't know. We're we're center stage, you know, and it's, you know, we're kind of in the back. It's nice and cool because they had like a a vent breezing past us. So that was nice. that's right. It was like it was like the air was moving. Yeah. So it was that's great. your concert roundup is how comfortable you were. <laughs> yeah, we're all the the uh, sound maybe because we were center stage. The sound it sounded to me like we've had some bad sound at the shows. Maybe where we're standing with the the sound checks are always a little off. Maybe sometimes I mean sometimes they're different. I should say. And this was this sounded great. You could. You could hear his words, but you, you could hear each of the in- instruments nicely, clearly. It was uh, that light. I like that. And then there was more chairs, I wanted to say. There was more chairs and tables than before. Yeah. The, the crowd is getting older. But at the same time, there's a lot of youngsters that I know were, you know, 10 years old when, I, you know, maybe less than 10 when I first saw Roger in, in 2006. So I mean, you have some that are like yeah in their early twenties at the show, and that was cool. It gives me hope that this keeps coming. And I thought the crowd was for a Monday night. He got a a crowd. We've had more before, but it wasn't at all like I thought. Oh, this is a sparse Roger crowd. It was yeah uh, Monday. That's like Sunday's nights. Monday nights are like the worst nights, right? For yeah, I would think. And uh, it was a good turnout. He did the similar. You know, he did like Buffett. He goes, "Thanks for bringing your." Friday, making Monday Friday, and uh, and stuff, and he kept saying that. But the the crowd was pretty good, yeah, especially for Monday, and it sounded good. And I was in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, we we missed at least him, maybe more more of the band. Um, we were at another place, the Traverse City Whiskey Company. Joe and I went there, and we ate and had some uh, had some drinks. We figured we'd stop by the taco place for a quick tequila shot on the way over there and we saw chad there and his group and of course he said uh, roger had just left like five minutes before we had some there. tacos and left yep so, so after the, the traverse city thing is in ferndale yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yes. It's, it's the yeah, it wasn't it threw me off. It's like that's a hell of a trip to go to Traverse City <laughs> yeah. and then Ferndale. Yeah, it's an you know, before the show, why don't we go to Traverse City again? Yeah, it's called yeah, it's the, only like four hours away. <laughs> yeah, hours. yeah, and it's the only one that's not in Traverse City, right? You know, and it's gets 
yeah, it's called an outpost, whatever. But they're selling other stuff, uh, which was cool. <laughs> like a little, like a merch area. And we got that stuff. And you know, the drinks were good. And the wings, the wings were good. Yeah. The uh, you know, buffalo wings, basically. And uh, yeah, but we walked past, we went to go to House Bayou, the New Orleans place. Yeah. yeah. Traditional mm. place. And it's closed on Mondays. Ah, that was a and mistake. It was, it was nice enough to almost eat outside, and then, but we and then we walked past the taco place. And I said, you know, I'm sick of the tacos. Let's let's go down here and see what there is. And we went to the Traverse City. Of course, that made us miss. You know, have the the taco place is all like family style tables and stuff. We could have sat right with them hmm. and ate like a pig. But, uh, but no, we, we just, went next door and ate like a pig over there. But we had tequila. Did you meet him afterward? No, or is that old? Stick around. That's yeah, old. yeah. It's for the youngsters. Yeah, we don't want the 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 twenty year olds. So and, and we done... it was Friday or Saturday, maybe. But uh, mm. yeah, Monday. yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. The last... yeah, you guys are old. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. You know, and didn't we? The last time we saw him, did we do the amigo meet and greet, whatever it was called? Didn't is that when oh, we did it? Was it? It must have been 2019, I bet. I have it. I have that poster hanging downstairs if it's dated. When we have a drink break, I'll take a look. I think it was. Wow. Yeah. That was the VIP. So we met him, asked him questions, bought him a beer, bought tequila. There was a lack. Joe told the cactus story again. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did like a a smaller version. Did PH uh, remember it? Wasn't he the guy you told the first time? Yeah. I don't think PH was with it. We, he, you told Roger. He Roger, was. It was, it was both of them, but Roger uh, Roger he was, was gravitating. He yeah. gravitated toward Mike and me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Of course. And uh, uh, so we didn't meet, you know. So this time, we just we walked in and Jason Boots was playing. The old merch guy and mm-hmm. the, the trumpeteer. And uh, he played a couple songs and he was, I get to say, he was just way better than the other time we heard him when he was like the real special guest. Oh, and he was just comfortable with the crowd, talking to him, doing a couple. Of, it, it was just it was cool. I would I would you know have him playing live like Jimmy does at a bar or something. And then uh, after that, who was the oh who was the guy the special guest? Uh, Zach Wilkerson. Wilkerson, I was gonna say it wasn't it's not it's not Wilkerson, is it? <laughs> I think. Yeah, you're is the it? guy. You're I, I didn't know, know pre-listening. He was talented. He was. He was super talented. He was like uh and I had listened to it before, you know, I, yeah. to try to get prepped for it. And um it was very bluesy. Zach. I'm gonna check my phone for no reason whatsoever. See, why am I drawing a blank on this? We were just there. Zach, Zach we'll, blank. Here, I'm going to look him up. Was it Z A K or Z C H? Where I'm, I'm running into a problem here because I, I thought it was Z A C H, but it could be K. Uh, Zach Wilkinson. No Wilkin, R. Wilkinson. Z A C H. Oh no, I think it was just the Z A C. I, I, yeah, I mean Z A K. C-A-Q. <laughs> I was saying, I'm just saying letters, just sounds. It wasn't anywhere. I don't know why I did that. 
I got that right. I thought it was. Uh, I did Zach space W, and I, I had searched him before, so it popped up. <laughs> and anyway, he was talented, and it was just, did he have, it was him and a guitar, and did he have a bassist, Mike? Is that all he had? Uh, Yeah. And PH was his drummer. Mm. Yeah. And they were, they had, they were, uh, it was good. They were good. Yeah, they and they sounded great. The guy's yeah. the guy's voice was outstanding. And PH was hammering. And, yeah, and he was getting into it. I mean, he was really yeah. it's like he was having a good time. I mean, Zach said a couple of things, you know, thanking him, but he's like, you know, I think he really he's got like a, a an A plus drummer that he best drummer he probably ever had. Hmm. Unless he went to Nashville and recorded or something. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Seriously. Yeah, and, I mean, he uh, was outstanding. That's the one thing about sitting in our seats and being in the center is we didn't see PH that much because Roger was in the way. Mm-hmm. But we didn't move because we're old and we had good seats. Will Gerson, ZAC. Wait, I just had a... Is there, there a is, ZAC? There is a, there's a Zach Wilkinson, <laughs> oh, but it's not the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> This Schmo, is you bought you bought the entire album collection of the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, is a... yeah. This is Zach. Yeah, it is. Wilkerson. It's Zach Wilkerson. Okay, no N. There's an R. What did I say? Wilkinson. You and I. With and I said. And I said Z A C when I meant to say Z A K. I knew somewhere back here it was Z A C. God dang it! I'm not even kidding. That. In the recesses yeah. of my mind, yeah, and uh, so he's in. He's on Apple Music as uh, Americana, but he, he's more kind of bluesy. Yeah, um, it's it's he's more like a Memphis or Chicago kind of guy. Yeah, more like a Memphis. That's what it seemed but, like. Uh, what a voice! And uh, man, he puts a lot into the show, and it was it was really uh, they did a good job. I was thinking it was like Roger. I mean, yeah, if you're going to be on stage, you might as well give like full 100% and yep. it was it was really cool and so yep. was PH he does it all the time so uh, that was cool and then uh, and what covers did Roger do he did low He we hadn't heard low in a while or ever from Cracker I have Nemo recordings of those of low from Cracker and I like that song mm-hmm. and our uh, Scott showed up Scotty P Scotty Too Hottie the DJ <laughs> and uh, uh, with Ron from, uh, I don't know if you've, if Mickey's probably met him, Ron from used to be volleyball days and he's a DJ and they brought their boss, Joe Maroon, the, the DJ and photography and stuff. And he came taking photos and I have, I have to ask for, or yeah, see some photos. I haven't seen any, uh, any of those pictures. He had like amazing camera there. Yeah. And he was shop trying to shop it to like, <laughs> You know, all those young entertainment magazines. What am I? Like Metro. Yeah, Metro Times. Metro Times. I was going to say Metro Detroit. It's not Metro Times, is it? <laughs> As Scott oh, did a lot of Instagramming from the concert. Oh, did he? Yep. Yeah, he covered like four songs, maybe five. Oh, like. I didn't, I didn't like watch videos. them, though, but yeah. Yeah, like a little. Minute long, I, minute long he did minutes. have his yeah he did have his phone up doing stuff so. I hearted them but I didn't actually watch <laughs> them 
Thanks, Mick. <laughs> it takes it Show takes a support. village. Yeah. Showing some support. Oh, by the way, speaking of Instagram, we're on. Uh, we've got a uh, Wyatnik Instagram account. Tell them how is that what it's called? Tell them how you can uh, see our Instagram. When account. you go to Instagram and then you do a search for W A O T N C, and that's us. Well, I guess I should like get on Instagram because I'm not yeah. even on there. Anyway, who cares? We got a concert to talk about. Okay. Unless we want to do our TV stuff and put off put the concert off till the very end. No, do the concert. We'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, I, wrap up with TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way way back in the midst of time, there was a September twenty third in the year twenty twenty one. It was a Thursday. And this was our surprise concert that we didn't know about till like a couple months into the tour, the original Life on the Flipside tour. And it was in late September. And with I was thinking, you know, it's probably going to be very cold and windy and wet, but we always seem to have a heat wave in September. Maybe it'll maybe they'll coincide. And no, it was terrible weather on the 23rd. It was wet, cold. It was and, some of the uh, worst weather that, that I kept had. checking the weather app in the morning and it would be like a block of rain and it kept moving later and later and later. And I'm thinking, oh, I'll just have to drive through it and the concert would be great. Then it's like, oh, the tailgate's going to be wet, but the concert's going to be great. And then, no, the concert's going to be terrible. And uh, it didn't really, that part didn't really matter because we had pavilion seats, of course, because we're old and need chairs. Before and after, not during, though, because we stand during. But anyway, I went to Mike's house because he lives way, way out in the country now, farther out in the country. So I went to visit his house and see him as well and his wife. Yeah, if you thought Canton was out in the country, geez. (laughs) This was. It was a long drive. Yeah, I drove to Joe's house uh, just last week or a week before, a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, it was every bit of an hour and a half. It was ridiculous. That's it wasn't even bad traffic. Yeah, it's like twice. It's about twice as far, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, Schmo was supposed to meet us at the show. And uh, I believe I don't think you were going to meet us at Mike's. No. No, but I was. I was on the fence, and then with the weather, I said no. But I was still recovering from COVID. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Now I I don't. We were I, trying to I, talk I you into it. It'd been a couple weeks. Well, I was cleared probably one week before, but I uh, yeah, you know how I mean. I didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel how they you know. So I really didn't care. And uh, but I thought I might go, but it just oh poop, just seemed I tough. And oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I have to leave for a second. And uh, Patty. And I screwed, you know, Patty left it up to me. <laughs> That's right. She was supposed to come. To <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she didn't mind staying in her jammies. She said that. But then when I went to canceled, then she went the other way. Oh, speaking of masks, um, it was one of those concerts where you had to prove that you've been vaccinated. But anyway, I got tropical flavored masks that was my concert mask because i insisted on wearing a mask just you know precaution and then this was going to be delayed and i wasn't even sure if it was going to show up in time so i got 
this mask with a bunch of sharks on it. Oh. Yeah, that's a and, cool one. And uh, I guess I can open it up. I can figure out which oh, save part. It, save it for the next pandemic. Yeah. The, uh, I saw this I can't on even Instagram. figure out which is the part that which which is the part with the adhesive on it. Oh, here, it's and, on the bottom. What I didn't even expect it to be. Ladies and gentlemen, or lady and guy, you can uh, you can see these masks on Instagram because I just saw it. Yeah. Oh, was that right? <laughs> yeah. But not one or both masks. Both. I well, I I ordered this one as a backup in case this one didn't show up. Yeah. And then when I got both, it's like, well, I'll wear this for the concert and I'll put this on for fins, and maybe the camera people will notice me and put me on the on the big screen when I'm wearing my fins mask. And uh, so that's why I've got a photo of both. And then I guess we can start talking about the set list. The first song was down at the Lottie Dot, which it was way back then. That was the that was the opening song for every single show. And I've got a clip from Lottie Da, and it's Jimmy's opening words. This is how he greeted us at Pine Knob. there and um i was shocked when the very next song was fins this was the first show after like a month breather i think and he surprised everybody by doing fins second and so i had to hurriedly change my mask and um and then i took selfies on myself instead of doing the usual pan with my camera to see everybody doing the fins dance i did selfies of me wearing my fins mask with the people behind me doing the fins move um so i must have looked pretty stupid very uh, narcissistic. Look at me. <laughs> and uh, did I want to say anything else? I thought I wanted to say something else. Oh, actually, yeah. I, I completely skipped the part where the concert was practically empty for a good 45 minutes before the show. I mean, 45 minutes, the entire 45 minutes, 15 minutes before showtime. It started to fill up, but I was really worried um, from like seven o'clock to seven forty-five that there was no one around, and the lawn was was empty, the concourse was empty, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm I'm thinking everybody stayed home because it was so cold and rainy, but it's like if this is the welcome we give Jimmy for a surprise concert that he that he gave us out of the blue, he's he's never coming back. But then, Plus, fortunately, th- there was some backlash on the having to prove you're vaccinated, too. Right. I mean, it, it publicly, right. right. People um, were kind of complaining about that. And I looked at it as like a, a good thing. I, I liked it. It was good yeah. for me. And I still there, wore a mask. The there's two was, kinds of people. The ones that think that's a good idea and the ones that don't. I think yeah. it's, the thing was, it rights. was I, I don't remember who recommended it, but they were they were saying that you should go to the f- gates and get your um, stamp or whatever. Oh, it was a wristband. Get your wristband so you could go right in. You wouldn't have to get in line and wait for your wristband when showtime started. So uh, we were all planning on that. And then we get to the parking lot. And it's so empty. There's yeah. just a little cluster of people. And uh, they had they had uh, 313 Presents guys walking around the parking lot and giving out wristbands 
in the parking lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they came right up to us. And we got our wristband. Um, you just had to show your CDC card. And I had mine in plastic on a lanyard. I was so prepared. And uh, and we got our wristband while we we're just standing there. So we didn't have to we didn't have to um, line up at all. And then when we finally got to the gate at like 645, 650, maybe even seven o'clock, there was no one. We could just walk right through. There was no holdup whatsoever. <laughs> That's weird. Well, and was it, it was, how did it, it look cold like? And it was rainy and no, I, yeah. rain gear and stuff. Yeah, right it was drizzly. It was drizzly. I uh, underdressed actually because I just had a windbreaker on. I could have worn a regular coat. Mm-hmm. It did, but did it when it filled up? Did it fill up or was it still a little less? The show did not start to like eight fifteen, eight twenty, and by then it had filled up, and I was so relieved. It's like, oh my god, Jimmy can come back now. I don't and, remember what the lawn looked like, but the pavilion was full. Well, I did see I the picture that, on Instagram. Nobody was on the lawn. Yeah, but that was that was but... that was after seven o'clock. That was like seven o five, seven ten, for an eight o'clock show, and the lawn was empty. And uh, yeah. so that's why I went up there and took photos. What now? Oh, oh, a political political text. Oh, I'm getting tons of oh, those. Oh, no, yeah. I. So I haven't shocked. had one of those in. I'm so in popular. Ten minutes. I haven't. This was yeah, all hour. I haven't had one of those. <laughs> well, it was nice that it was. It was very nice that it filled up by like eight twenty. Jimmy came on around eight twenty. Um, I was, I swear, I was the only person in pavilion with a mask on. But then watching the concert later, the the video of the concert, there are a few people, there are like maybe six in the whole pavilion that had masks on. Um, and uh, I really hated it. I thought it was a stupid idea for me to wear a mask because I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sing. I wanted to sing, but I had to keep taking these huge gulps of air. <laughs> and um, but anyway, uh, the song after Finn's was changes here's what he had to say at the beginning of changes all right all right all right well 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 here we are (laughs) two two years went by where did the summer go let's just start with that what happened to summer it went away, I'm telling you. But we're glad to be back here because if we're back here, that means fun is back, right? Yes, I And like I said, this is, uh, I, and just simple thanks to all of you, this is our 33rd show at Pine Knob. We couldn't be here if it wasn't for you, you know? So uh, this time, we're still changing attitudes, we're still changing latitudes, so. Uh, I think it's all looking good on us, don't you? There are a couple bum notes, and I wonder if that was because <laughs> their fingers were so cold. Um, I could see that. Next song is Grapefruit, Juicy Fruit, and here's a little of the dialogue between Jimmy and Mr. Utley. And uh, this song, I have to confess that it was written after I committed a couple of mortal sins at the drive-in. I've not revealed that before, have I, on stage. Are you shocked by this, Mr. Mike Utley? Not at all. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Anyway, the drive-in's not there, but my memories are still here, so a little grapefruit, a little juicy fruit. Look at that. Yeah. 
tonight I'm not going to be wearing a bathing suit, I'll tell you that. So let's, let's play warm, huh? Like it's warm. The cool thing, as I remember it, wasn't it like 75 degrees the day before and the day after? I don't know about the day day after. The day after was beautiful. Yep. Sunny all day long. Yep. Very mild and temps in the mid 70s. And the day before our show day, it was temps in the mid 50s. What was the date of the show again? September 23rd. Oh, so it was right after it was right when fall started. Mm hmm. And uh, he's talking about, um, Jimmy's talking about it warming up. And I have to admit that it did. I actually did start feel, I felt um, I was getting warmer right around then, like three or four songs into the concert, because I guess the blood was pumping and everybody else was was warming up too. And it, it did actually feel decent right around then. But before that, it was freezing cold. Um, song After Grapefruit was Growing Older But Not Up, then Son of a Son of a Sailor. The Slow Lane, Knees in My Heart, 5 o'clock somewhere, and Come Monday. And interestingly, I forgot about this till I listened to the concert uh, the other day, meaning yesterday. He did not rewrite the one lyric for Pine Knob or Michigan. He sang it straight. Hmm. You know how he always, there's mm-hmm. the one line where he, yep. he changes it for the locale. Yep. Nice and to this, be in Pine Knob again. Yep. And I suppose you should mention that um, what used to be DTE Energy Music Theater is now back to Pine Knob. So we can we can actually um, appropriately refer to it as Pine Knob now because they've, they've rechanged the name back to Pine Knob. But did they do that after the show, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it yeah. This it year, I think. Right. I think they did it this year. Oh, no, it's I the... thought it was before. Didn't he? Wasn't that a big deal? Yeah, but I thought it was this year because it's the 50th anniversary of Pine Knob. Hmm. So they went back to Pine Knob. And they also have a gallery in front of a photo gallery in front of one of the entrances that has a bunch of historical photos of Pine Knob, including the tunnel with all the band logos. Except I've only seen photos of one side. They don't have like the entire every logo. And uh, um, Jimmy has a photo in that gallery. And it's it's a recent photo though, it's the Arctic blonde Jimmy as opposed to the guy with the mustache, the curly blonde hair and the mustache. But still, it's pretty cool that he's in there, and rightfully so. But it's cool that they at least acknowledge that he should be in there. Um, what, a, what a dumb idea that was to have that big <laughs> walkway right in the middle of the, of the lawn. yeah. I just read the space. There, yeah. There's a uh, podcast that Gary Graff is doing with Pine Knob. And wow. he's interviewing a bunch of artists that are mainstays of Pine Knob, like uh, I was going to say Eddie Money, but it's the family of Eddie Money because Eddie Money's not with us anymore. And uh, a bunch of other, other artists that I can't remember. Um, there are 12 episodes so far. And it's really cool because they're short. They're like seven or eight minutes. So it's I got caught up in, in the morning with all 12 of them. Um, but uh, there's... I saw an interview and also heard an interview with the woman that did all those logos. She was an art oh, wow. art instructor 
And she was responsible for all those logos. And she said that she could see that the lawn was like that tunnel was falling in on itself because of all the people that were on the grass. And so that's kind of the reason that they filled it in that. And the fact that they could sell more tickets there, but that's probably uh, the main reason. Right yeah, there, yeah. Um, it was a win-win. They, they avoided lawsuits and they also got to make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll interrupt January 14th, 2022. It went back to pine knob according to. Okay. Okay. And I figured, it, I, but Buffett always called it pine knob. Yeah. He, right. We never, called it pine knob. Yeah. In 2001, it changed to DTE, and there was a 20-year contract. Mm. Was it? Wow, that long. We're so so it's, old. I know. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, like my sons are like, it's DTE. What do you mean? And so many other people. What do you mean, kind of? Uh, so it looks dumb. like the contract just ran out. And Isn't it's also weird? the it's also the 50th anniversary as well. That's cool of the place. Wow, 50. So it makes sense. It makes I remember sense when it's... to go back to the original name. What was your first show there? Do you remember? Mine? Either. Both of you. Loverboy? <laughs> Thanks for... Loverboy to... with you guys. I went to Buffett in 82, but I think I went there before. I don't think so. I think it was Buffett in 82. Okay. I don't remember when Loverboy was. I saw him twice. My very I first sh- concert was Meadowbrook, but my first uh, Pine Knob concert was Loverboy. And the Meadowbrook concert was the Detroit Pops performing music from Star Wars and Close Encounters. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. But I anyway. saw Loverboy there. I saw Loverboy and it might have been with you, Mick. Too. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was. I know it was this. I so went that with was you your, first, your first show there? Okay. I saw um, uh, REO Speedwagon there. It, it was like in 78, I think. Really? That early? Yeah. Like it just opened. When did that? 50 years is 77? Uh, I mean, did 77 its first year, maybe? Could have been. Could have been. No, it would be 72. Oh, 50. Yeah, I was thinking on the five, whatever. 72 that, that early. I can't remember if I saw anybody there. I think that was my first you one. Were, you had your blinders on. I can only see the stage. (laughs) But I was just a young whippersnapper then. I was like 15. Yeah. At the time. I had to wait a good 10 years before they got all the kinks out and the bugs. Well, not the kinks, because the kinks did play there. Got all the bugs out. (laughs) The bugs. The Beatles (laughs) never played there. Yeah, the Beatles never played. Ringo Starr played there, though. I saw him there. Did you yeah, see I Ringo? S- I never did see that band. I saw him. I thought I saw him with you two or three times. Yeah, probably I saw him with me. Probably, probably I saw him. I never. I don't think I saw him. I saw him. Maybe you saw him with I, Colin Hay. Pretty sure not. I saw him three times. Yeah, and Colin Hay used to be. Him. I don't remember. I don't think so. I didn't go. I've already told. I'm pretty sure I told you guys the story of uh, the first time I saw Ringo Starr there with John Entwistle. And uh, and Billy Preston, I think, was in the same show, which was a great lineup. It was pretty cool. But uh, there was a, a huge John Outwistle fan that had a shirt called uh, with Thunderfingers on it, because I guess that's a nickname of John Entwistle because he's a bass player. And he talked the security guy guard into letting him go front center in the lip of the stage. And he held up the shirt 
and John Atwistle is doing a solo and right right in front of the guy and he looks down and gives him a nod and the guy's going yeah this is awesome he's turns to the crowd and he's doing this and everybody's cheering for him because he met his idol and he goes back to his seat he's like three rows in front of me and he just gets the bug to do it again so he walks to the lip of the stage again holds up his shirt and he's still doing a solo and the guy keeps shaking his shirt and uh and John Etwistle just kind of turns away, turns away, looks away from the guy and continues playing his, his bass. And it's like he had the best moment of his life and the most humiliating <laughs> moment of his life in like he a minute to, of each other. He had to push he, it too far. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And uh, John Etwistle actually turned away from the guy. So he, <laughs> he did not have to pay attention to this guy. They were friends for 30 seconds or so. <laughs> And uh, I just remember that. I tell that story all the time because it just really yeah, stuck with me. Best moment and worst moment. That's a good uh, educational piece there. Just, you know, you could teach people, you tell your kids that story. <laughs> don't, uh, don't try to do too much. You know, yeah. just be happy with what you have. Yep. Just rest on your laurels. Don't, yep. uh, don't try for more. Um, why did I tell the Janet Whistle story. No, We're talking about cool story. Totally derailed years. myself. Um, after Come Monday was One Particular Harbor, then Little Martha. Did I skip? No, here we are. Right after Little Martha, Jimmy comes back to do Nobody from Nowhere. And he had this to say during the intro to Nobody from Nowhere. All right. I know. Okay. We all plugged in here? All right. This is a little song, and uh, I, I got to say, I did a little uh, a documentary thing with, with Gary Graff this morning because it, this has been 50 years that Pine Knob has been here. That's pretty amazing. And, and I was kind of conjuring up things, and I thought, the one thing about this is we've been lucky enough to travel around and have great fin- fans and great people everywhere to come see us and try to m- put a little fun back in life right now. It's our job, I believe. And, uh, and the thing of it is, it's... Uh, uh, this place, when I was looking out and doing, doing the thing, it says they really haven't changed anything. We've played a lot of other sheds and started out like this, and, you know, they're putting more seats in doing this. But Pine Knob has remained an amazing little cathedral of music. And so thank you to the, from the Nederlanders to DTD, who, who keeps this theater the way it is. And uh, you're lucky to have it, and we'll keep coming as long as y'all want us to come back here. I remember when I was a little nobody from nowhere and Jimmy Needleland said, come on up here. You're going to like it up here. I left the show on autopilot. (laughs) But it still was able to like it. It held together. Perfect timing, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Song after Nobody from Nowhere was kind of a surprise, I think. It was Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw. Then after that was Cheeseburger in Paradise, and Volcano was next, and here's an excerpt from Volcano because Jimmy changed the lyrics a little bit to reflect the uh, conditions on stage. James, you've got some shoes on your feet. That leather comes out soft and hot. I put the whole verse in there. 
Um, yes, Jimmy was wearing shoes. He was actually wearing shoes on stage for the first That's time ever. Yep, it was so extreme that he had to wear shoes. Song after that was Cowboy in the Jungle. Then the Wino and I Know, Back Where I Come From, Pirate Looks at 40, and Margaritaville. And here's a clip from Margaritaville, because Jimmy did a little lyric change here, too. Okay. Well, um, we're going we're gonna to take you to Margaritaville right now, and then again... Thank you for 32 years of coming up and entertaining y'all. We'll see you wherever we can go. And let's remember, fun is back in your lives. And let's just, let's have a little fun here. Be safe. And uh, we'll see you again in the summertime next year. Sun, baby, sun. A holly you carried in, covered in clothes. Strumming my six string. All my front part swing. Smell of shrimp. I'd better cold my And there's a thing in the video that I didn't notice at the time, but um, during the keyboard solo, Jimmy walks over and plays along with Mr. Utley. But Jimmy doesn't know how to play keyboard, so it sounds really terrible. And then as he walks away, he says, that was for Mick. And uh, now we know that he was referring to Mr. Utley's son. Poor, poor Mick. You thought it was you, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't ask. I'm pretty sure I didn't hear it at the time, but when I was watching the video, it's like, I wonder if I can isolate that sound. <laughs> was it for the concert proper and then the encores were southern cross gypsies in the palace and take it easy done by the show pony group which is the bluegrass the acoustic bluegrass uh, stripped down version of the coral reefers and after gypsies and take it easy the final song was book on the shelf and i know that We've been told that when Jimmy does Tin Cup Chalice, it means he's really enjoyed the show. But I'm glad that he did Book on the Shelf for this night because it was a new song. And I just I was hoping he would play it. And he did play it. So I'm happier that he did this song than Tin Cup Chalice. Yeah, and a good closing song. I like it. Here is and I'm surprised he didn't do it more that mm-hmm. uh, that earlier in the tour. And <laughs> he, had, he had so much more fun at the other shows. <laughs> But still, well, I would have appreciated, I would so have appreciated it more. I agree. And here's Jimmy's very final words before he left the stage. Little did we know that they were going to be his final words for many years because he has not come back. He said he was coming back in the summer. He did not. 
Uh, but anyway, here's what he said at the end of the September 23rd show, 2021, a Thursday. I like how he has to he has to he check his watch. Winter. <laughs> he had to check his watch to make sure what season it was. It's just like Joe. Just like me. Yeah, but I like the way he emphasized like this isn't what I usually say. Have a great fall. <clears throat> um after the show, like around two in the morning, I discovered that to go back to talking about Instagram that the Margarillas had uploaded a 10 or 12 minute long story reel with a bunch of clips from the concert from the Pine Knob show. And I made the mistake of screen grabbing them on my phone, but recording the audio on my desktop. And now I can't sync the two things up. Damn somehow, it. somehow they're at different speeds. You would think it would be the same because it's all digital, but no, I cannot sync up the audio with the video. But I'm probably going to drop in some of the stuff right now and see if I can cobble together some kind of audio sync. But it's pretty cool because it shows Jimmy arriving backstage behind Pine Knob, really backstage because it's outside. And um, then there are clips of the sound check, and they're hilarious because they're all bundled up in like winter clothes. Mr. Arley has a ski cap on. Uh, Jimmy's got a big thick scarf around his neck. It's hilarious. See, that's um, why they didn't want to come back. <laughs> well, come back in the summer, just like yeah. Jimmy said. Come back in the summer like you're supposed to. Matter of fact, a three-day stint around the 4th of July would be great, like you used to do. I like it. Um, what else? Oh, and then they, uh, in the Instagram story, they, they shot video from different parts of the, of the pavilion. But that wasn't that great because it's like seeing your own footage because you're really far back and you're just in different spots of the building. And that's that's what most of the 12 minutes is. But anyway, the uh, the opening stuff is pretty cool with Jimmy showing up and the uh, the sound check. I forgot what sound check. I forgot the word sound check. I was going to say set list, but it's the word sound check. Uh, what else? Was that it? I think that was it for the concert. We finally covered our own concert only 13 <laughs> months after it happened. It so was now... just you two, right? Was it just you two or did, did no. uh, Amber, Amber go? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, I do remember listening to these clips. I remember that. I remember listening to it. I'm pretty sure I turned it on right when it started. And he was talking about Pine Knob. It was just, and it was la-di-da. I just assumed it wasn't the first song for whatever reason. I remember that. I was wondering if I, uh, I thought it just started late. I mean, started on time, and I turned tuned in late. Before we move on, just two little tidbits that I uh, noticed. One is you might have gotten an email about this, but Jimmy's Fin Club. Um, they're no. they've brought back the virtual tour since they're not doing shows. The uh, Buffett people have brought back the virtual tour, but to get to it, you have to sign up with Jimmy's Fin Club, which is weird because 
to get to the original videos, you had to sign up with Margaritaville TV. Mm-hmm. And now you have to sign up with Jimmy's Fan Club. So I just used the same email and, and username and all that. So it's like, I don't know what the difference is. But uh, I just noticed that now it's Jimmy's Fan Club. Um, so that's one of the stories. The other one is I found out today that today was the last episode of the Margaritaville podcast. So I don't know if you've, if you've uh, caught the latest episode. No, I, I have only listened to a couple ever. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you were a diehard <laughs> follower. I've listened to zero of them. Um, it The last one was like a month ago, so it's been a while. And actually, the last one wasn't even that good. But today's was Hakey's announcement that I believe Sirius is going to do their own kind of Jimmy Buffett podcast. And so Hakey is ending his Margaritaville podcast. And he also talked about visiting Jimmy at the hospital and, and contacting Jimmy after while he's recuperating. And Jimmy's got a lot of plans for next year and everybody's really excited about it. But I still can't find out what sent Jimmy to the hospital. And he's out of the hospital, right? I believe so. I am not an authority on this, but I'm yeah. pretty sure he's back home and recuperating. But it just really annoys me that everybody is just taking the word of the press release. And where where are the investigative reporters of today? Right. Where's the fourth estate? I just did another search today on updates for Jimmy Buffett's health. And it's they're just regurgitating the press release. Mm-hmm. And the really irritating thing is these articles sound like they were um, artificial intelligence. Like they're just taking... The, the words of the press release and just moving them around to create a brand new article that says nothing but what the press release says. It's really irritating. And they really, I, I'm finding these articles more and more when I'm doing searches where it's just your search term, just regurgitated. And if in, they take the words of your search term and just move them around in different sentences. And then you end up reading this whole article that tells you nothing more than what you, the terms of your search. Yep. And it's really annoying. It's really annoying. You can't find any information anymore. Yeah, isn't that weird? It is. Your searches, first of all, it brings back, it gives you a bunch of websites that really aren't what you want, but they're yeah, ads sucks. or something. Google it's so does totally, Bing, but yeah. totally has crapped the bed in like the last year, maybe, maybe two years. But Google is pretty much useless now. They push you on these sites that are paying to be up there that don't really match your yeah. search and then so you, you have the page and page and, if you yeah. if you like fine-tune your search to try and get away from those it's just the same uh, links in a different order yeah it's and it's so it says ad in the corner but yeah it's so and irritating Bing, i've Bing stopped does the Google. same i went My, to, uh, i went to duck duck go but they're they're okay but they're still not as good as google used to be i mean google used to be just amazing yeah. Finding it showing it giving the stuff you were looking for. Now it's just crap. That's me ranting. I my laptop, I just use Edge because it just made me and it saved all my info, so I just use it. Mm. But uh, that's Bing, but I can go to Chrome if I want. And then on my phone, it's Google. I use Google mostly. Now I stopped using Google, it's just um, useless. I just always assume I've, I've been assuming it's just it's COVID. That's kind of what i thought it's a supply chain issue that's why you can't get the links in time no, the, the buffett thing is COVID. oh oh, oh. It's hospitalization well, He's why like, wouldn't they just say it though why shut why up about he... your stupid old man rates and the searches look i'm back to talking about jimmy buffett 
Right. That's right. It's a Buffett podcast. I forgot. Yeah, well, why wouldn't they just say? I mean, everybody's gotten COVID by now except me and Mike. We're the only ones that haven't gotten it. True. Yeah, that's right. Both of you. Wow. Mike got it. He just didn't have any. Maybe I just didn't know it. I don't know. I sat right between two guys that had it at that game. I had it. And you drove in the car with them. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, you guys are lucky and hope you don't get it. I feel left out. Hopefully. Are we done with Buffett stuff? I got to do TikTok. We're going to need some jokes, but yeah. No, we never talk TV. But yeah, we can talk. Yeah, but we can talk about anything now. Yeah, I open the floor to all questions. Okay, you want to read a couple? Okay, what's the go- what's a ghost's favorite meal? <laughs> Spooketti. Spook. It goes in with what we were saying before. What's the witch's favorite lesson at school? Spelling. Hmm. Why wouldn't the skeleton go trick or treating? Because he nobody. Because he didn't have any guts. Oh. Okay. Close. Why do ghosts make good cheerleaders? Because they have a lot of spirit. What's a pumpkin's favorite sport? This is a deep cut squash. Ugh. Okay, I'll read this without finishing. Two scary monster brothers were invited to a Halloween party. They arrived to a house full of ghosts, goblins, and other scary monsters. One of the monster brothers said to the other, some cute girl monster just rolled her eyes at me. What do you think I should do? Roll them back. The other, yeah, the other brother monster thought about it for a while and, and replied, "Be a nice, god dang it, be a nice monster and roll them back over to her." Very good. <laughs> she so said, "It's a long paragraph." I read it. I thought oh, this might be good because it's long. No. I think you'll have to edit the one halfway decent one and make it the only one. If I find it, I'll try. Yeah, good luck. Best life on the North Coast. Wasted away 